0: This Encore program for Fire on the Earth was chosen based on the request from many listeners. Ave Maria Radio and Renewal Ministries presents Fire on the Earth, a compelling look at the new evangelization through inspiring teachings, interviews, and testimonies. Welcome, friends. This is Peter Herbeck, your host, and we're making our way through this week together to talk about the reality of what the Church is leading us through in this season of Advent the coming of the Lord. We're anticipating the celebration again of Christmas, of the Incarnation. But we're also, as I mentioned, beginning Monday, we're looking both ways. We're looking at the coming of Jesus in the Incarnation and the spectacular reality of what is revealed in his coming about who God is, about God's love, just how profoundly God loves us and that we're on his mind and we're in his heart. And he's coming out of St. John Paul II said years ago that, you know, Christianity is the religion that begins in the heart of a loving father. God sent forth his son into the world. And we talked yesterday about Jesus, the light of the world, what that means from the prologue of John. If you didn't have a chance to tune into the programs yet this week, I encourage you to go to our website at renewalministries.net. You can listen to them there. Best thing to do is to download the Renewal Ministries app and the Ave Maria app, and put it on your phone. You can listen to all the great programming, whatever supports you, you know you find most supportive, both at Renewal Ministries, we have our YouTube videos, we have new ones each week, Ralph Martin and then myself, we kind of rotate every other week. Our television programs, our newsletters, booklets and things, a lot of free stuff there that can help you in your walk in Christ, to help you go more deeply into the mystery of what we're sharing together as followers of the Lord in this season of Advent. And we not only look backward, but we look forward because we're a people. As a catechism reminds us, taking it right from the Gospels, our posture is a posture in living in this time, living in this world, in this short life that we're living. Remember, you're going to be dead soon. Scripture says very clearly, that's not morbid, that's just the truth, that life is short, it's a breath, it's a passing shadow. We're here today today, And we're gone tomorrow, but we no longer have to live in fear of that shadow that I talked about yesterday that of death that, you know, casts its darkness overshadowing us. One of the readings we'll get is from Zechariah. You know, the dawn from on high has broken upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness in the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. The dawn is one of the most beautiful, beautiful readings. This is the. This is the celebration that's coming forward and the realization that God, who is light, is entering into his own creation and he's going to transform it. He's going to bring the kingdom. He's going to bring the kingdom in the person of the king, of his beloved son, is going to enter his own story. The dawn from on high breaks upon us. That's what we're celebrating, friends. This is what we're remembering and hopefully we 're talking about together and we 're celebrating it. The most important thing and and the way to get the most out of the season is to make sure you 're having time every day of quiet with God, Of course, talk to the Lord throughout the day and and abide in Him, talk to Him little ways, paying attention to Him, sort of just quietly being present to the Lord throughout the day and and say, "Lord, help me understand what you see and what you know and what this means to you and Tell me about what it was like when you came, you know, when you first came in the Holy Spirit. Remember the reason we do that? Why? Because the Holy Spirit lives in us. Jesus said, I will send you the Holy Spirit. He will lead you to all truth. He'll remind you everything I taught and he will manifest, you know, Jesus to us. So that's a promise. That's what the Lord's doing and you're not alone and the Lord wants to be in conversation with you so that's one of the ways you do it and sometimes it can be hard to get started so make sure you have time each day where you're taking some time to read scripture maybe the daily readings maybe you know i would recommend reading through both john's gospel in this season or 1st uh, john the, the whole theme of light and darkness is very present in john's first letter as well and then just read little bits of it and ask the lord to open it up to you. Ask the Holy Spirit to put it in your heart, to renew your mind. And he'll do it. And so the Holy Spirit will do it as we keep walking with him and leaning into him. And so I think many times I I just, as I travel and speak in different places, friends, it's uh, sobering when I ask the question, asking the question, how many people actually read the Bible? And we read lots of really good things. I read good things. I love theology books. I love, you know, good you know stories about the saints and the martyrs, Christian history. I love reading that. I love Catholic philosophy. It's all great stuff, and read lots of other things beyond that. But friends, as good as those things are and how much they can help us, none of them are like the Word of God. The Word of God is this inspired Word of God. Everything God wants us to know about salvation, our salvation, His saving action, who we are in this moment, the great drama that's it's right here in the Bible. And reading it is wonderful. So there, and then encountering the Lord as often as you can in the season, uh, ramp it up a little bit, maybe if you haven't been able to, but to get to a Eucharistic chapel, to be able to receive communion, to, to receive the, the fire of God in the Eucharist, uh, the, the, taking the graces of the sacraments to help us together. That's why the, you know, the church presents us in the liturgy, in the sacred liturgy, the word and sacrament that go together. Right? This is how God feeds his people through word and sacrament. And so go deeper into those things and have conversation with God and the Lord will communicate to you the truth he wants you to know. He wants you to be able to come in through the season, come out of the season with more hope in your heart. I don't just mean feeling as Joe Cocker used to say, feeling all right. That song. And if you remember that song, <laughs> but a deep, a deeper change, just step by step. The Holy Spirit is sent by Jesus to help us grow in conformity to Him and to become saints. And that means having our minds renewed, to be transformed by the renewal of your mind. And the Holy Spirit is there to help that happen. And remember, it's not just doing the homework of a deep dive of reading commentaries and all that, which is helpful and good to do, or deep study of the Bible, you know, reading everything you know that you can read about it. That's good too. But don't forget... I think the most powerful thing for personal transformation and awakening in ourselves and the healing of your heart, my heart, my mind, cleansing my mind, cleansing your mind is to just use the Scripture to engage the Lord, to be the kind of the foundation of your conversations with the Lord and internalize His words and the words of the apostles and the words of the prophets and then to learn to speak what God says. To say out loud what God says about you or what his promises are to you and to me. The more we think about it, pray in it, allow the Holy Spirit to prompt it and take us deeper into it, and the more we start saying it. Friends, you know as well as I do, there is just so much darkness out there right now in our society, in our culture and around the world. I mean it's discouraging. You know, lots of people are extremely discouraged and fearful. Of what's going on Then people are losing hope and are losing confidence in leadership i mean it's, it does seem like there's a time of so much division in leadership we're trying to find the bad guy who's making it all you know some people oh, it's donald trump no it's joe biden no it's this that or the other thing you know human beings are definitely caught up in it human beings are making bad decisions no doubt about it but this is a spiritual battle fundamentally and these are spiritual strongholds that are being revealed and there's ways the enemy wants to steal your hope and your confidence. So in this season of hope, it's not just hope that my, you know, I know that my 401k is gonna console, be consolidated. It's not what I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna make more money this year than last year, or I'm gonna be successful at accomplishing this or that. Those are good things. Those are things to celebrate. You know, things to to be thankful for. But it's not the big stuff. The big stuff is how much you're growing personally in this season in faith, hope, and love. And the Holy Spirit wants to help you pay attention to Him and to be in conversation with Him because He is for you. He is in your corner. He's battling for you. He wants to reveal Jesus to you more deeply. He wants you to see yourself more fully in light of Christ. He wants you to see the things that God values. He wants to help you value what's most valuable. He wants to help you celebrate what's worth celebrating in the eyes of God. He wants you to understand the rewards that God has for those who go deeper in him. Rewards in this life and in the life to come. And what he wants to do is awaken longings that he's put into you that will help you come into the superior pleasure Of knowing Christ Jesus, like Psalm 16 says. God is the author of pleasure. Let me say that again. God is the author of pleasure. He's filled with passion. Our desire to be thrilled and fascinated. Our desire to be passionately united with another. Our desire to do great things. To touch greatness. That's put in us by God. I talked on Monday about a friend of mine, Mike Bickle, wrote a book called The Seven Longings of the Human Heart that really do captivate. I just want to read a few things that he he comments on. He says, God created the human spirit with seven longings that draw us to him and reflect his glory in us. They are the longing for the assurance that we're enjoyed by God. Number one, the longing to be fascinated. Number two, the longing to be beautiful. Number three, the longing to be great. Number four, the longing for intimacy without shame. Number five, the longing to be wholehearted and passionate fully with our life. Six, and the longing for significance with lasting impact. Each of these longings, some way, friends, reflects God's own personality. We're, remember, we're made in His image and His likeness, and that is Image and likeness of God is revealed perfectly in His Son. These longings will be in us forever, and they will be satisfied ultimately in eternity. They get we we see in this world counterfeits, as I mentioned on Monday. For example, the longing to be fascinated. The Hollywood more than probably anybody else on the earth understands this longing in the human heart. They may not. They may not be able to say, each person to say, this is from God and this is what's there, but they know it's there because look at the amount of time and money human beings pour into just wanting to be fascinated every night, every day in some way to escape into movie theaters and YouTube videos and, you know, television programs and series, different ways. You know, we, we just love to be fascinated and captivated by things, right? And so... There are counterfeits in this world for sure. So we have to be careful. What am I giving my longings to? What, are, where am I looking to have this longing fulfilled in my life? Like the longing for intimacy. Well, think on the other hand about the ubiquity of pornography. Just, it's the staggering growth of it and how many people are captured by it. There's a, a it's a disordered response. To a deep human longing for intimacy. But it only takes us deeper into shame and bondage. It's not there. So understanding ourselves and being able to direct ourselves toward the proper goals or objects of these longings, which God wants us to do. The enemy tempts us to satisfy the longings in other ways. But the great news is, as we turn our hearts and our gaze toward God and allow the Holy Spirit to help us, as we seek to understand ourselves and the longings God has given to us and sing it in the person of Jesus, we'll begin to experience the superior pleasures of the gospel that the psalmist talks about. And it'll help us to turn away from the inferior pleasures that the devil's trying to draw us into and to enslave us in. I'll talk about these over the next two days. We'll get through all seven of them. I hope you can join me. God bless you and hope you can share this program with others. Have a great day. Each program of Fire on the Earth with Peter Herbeck can be downloaded at AveMariaRadio.net and RenewalMinistries.net. Fire on the Earth is a production of Ave Maria Radio. Friends, I'd like to offer you my new booklet, Receiving Fire. Jesus said, I have come to cast fire on the earth, would that it were already ablaze. That fire is the purifying love that burns in the heart of Jesus. A fire of grace for those who receive it, but a fire of judgment for those who refuse it. If you'd like a copy of this free booklet, call 1-800-282-4789 or contact us on the web at renewalministries.net slash foe. That's renewalministries.net slash foe.